2: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
0: Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's our daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a
1: time i'm pete the retailer from Nerdgeektork.com. i'm alex robinson from comicbookalex.com
2: and i'm joe dater and i'm the cartoonist for the new yorker magazine
1: the
0: cartoonist
2: for the new yorker the, magazine. well the one yeah yeah the cartoonist laureate right the others don't know yet but yeah it's <laughs> just gonna be me
0: from now on the cartoonist of note
2: there are no there are others i don't know their names
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just can't be bothered No. who reads um, so thanks for coming back, Joe. Thank you. you. Thank
2: you for inviting me
0: back. You are uh, uh, a, a three-peater,
2: as, uh, as the term I'm, goes. This is the threequel to me. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Much better than that squeak which was, that didn't go so well. The, squeak,
2: well, the squeak-quel, I thought, uh, was was better than people thought it was. Oh.
0: My squeak at least, anyway. <laughs> um, so we're up to minute 76 of The Empire Strikes Back today. Um, Bicentennial Empire Minute. Um it's the spirit of Minute yeah. 76. Uh, which starts with Han deciding that they should go to Bespin uh, after looking it up in his computer. Uh, and then ends with uh, Boba Fett in the trash, <laughs> revealing himself <laughs> not, to, not to Han, but to us. Well, the first thing I noticed about this minute is it starts
2: out in an episode of the old Batman show from nineteen sixty six. There's sort right. of that everybody's at this sort of Dutch angle, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. There's no reason <laughs> if they're on the side of a thing, either there's gravity and they're straight up, or they're horizontal, or they're vertical.
1: And it's also strange that at a certain point, like they get rocked to the side, and hands like, "Okay, yeah. get ready!" Like as if this that's was... how he knows they're gonna. Just... Right. Well, like why? Yeah, because I liked your theory that you discussed on uh, last week about how the Falcon was essentially in two different gravity fields. It was in the Star Destroyer's gravity field, which would be pulling everything... To so basically to the wall on the Falcon, but then the Falcon's own gravity field was active. I see. So right. if you so it's like if you put two magnets near each other, it creates yeah. a weird sort of effect. Right. A, but that does not that thing, explain why suddenly the ship lurches and hands like, okay, get ready. Right. They should all be bunched up on one side of the cockpit, <laughs> like on top of each other. Kind like right. Fred stair style, like walking around the
2: up the walls. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Exactly. But I do. But I do expect the Riddler at any moment, Frank Gorshin, <laughs> to walk in. <laughs>
0: That would have made this better? I don't know. Tough don't to tell. Mean, well. <laughs> I want to <laughs> say yes, when, but then it is. When ends. is
1: a cave not a cave? <laughs> <laughs> and when it's a yeah. slug belly. I should know that one. Damn. Ow. I should know that one. <laughs> we just did that. Um, Han Solo mentions that uh, the best spin is a uh, Tabana gas mine. Um, Tabana. Tabana gas. Tabana gas. <laughs> Featuring Herb Albert. <laughs> Tabana gas. <laughs> the life of the EPA. Um and I looked it up on the Wikipedia and Tabana gas is a byproduct of vapors consumed by Beldons. <laughs> to me seems like a polite way of saying that these are Beldon farts well, that they're, they're harvesting. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> At the cloud. It certainly changes the image of Cloud City, not the <laughs> not the pleasant uh
0: I'm picturing now a tourism shirt that says uh Cloud City, I'll be there with Beldon. <laughs> That's my...
1: Yeah, there you go. When the Falcon gets released, when when Chewbacca in the back releases the landing clamp and the Falcon floats away, I wish it was more... It kind of levels out very quickly. I I noticed watching this. They kind of start off... You see this, the Star Destroyer, like, uh, you know, kind of spinning for a second, and then it just kind of levels out. I wish they really had played up that vertigo. Maybe they didn't want to people yeah, it's, throwing. It's, it's a nice vertigo.
2: shot. It's that point yeah. of view
1: from the cockpit... Yeah and first you see you see nothing
2: mm. and then you see the star destroyer kind of coming right, frame, yeah. and then you see the floating garbage and it levels out yeah. it, there's actually there's a mistake on the right side of the frame hmm. that you can see where in the pre special edition where the special effects just kind of stop there's huh. there's like it's like they didn't finish it and on the outside of the cockpit through the window on the right side there's just a black strip
1: it's like a mat, like the there. edge of the mat
2: yeah, like the edge of the right. mat was in the wrong place. Hmm. And then if you go in the special edition, they fix that. Which huh. is uh, the first of several moments in this, this week of minutes that I'm going to bring up special edition improvements. Yes. Huh. Things that I think are better because of the special edition.
1: I'm glad you guys are sitting on opposite sides of the table <laughs> because... Uh, Controversial,
2: I know. As we will
1: discover. But there Pete are is, a
2: number of uh, cases yes. where, and that's one of them. I clearly, gri-
0: gripped my chair. Clearly it's better. <laughs> That needed to be fixed. <laughs> well, maybe that's you know that could have been retconned. That it's a uh, it's an astronomical <laughs> anomaly known yeah. as the edge of the mat, in which there are no you know the light from stars is temporarily redirected. And I think th- th-
2: what, what you were the story so much <laughs> richer if you put that in there. I yeah. think it would. I think really that was the edge of the, of the black
1: obelisk you saw. That's what that oh, was man. floating in the garbage. The black obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> the monolith
2: from uh, yeah, yeah, 2001.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the
1: uh, the empire had found it franchise. and they're like, we don't know what
2: to do with this, and they threw it out. See now now that that calls back to episode one where there's a a pod from 2001 just kind of sitting in the uh, junkyard in the shop. It's right? a
1: callback. So clearly, George Lucas, not a fan. Second time 2001 material is included in garbage. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: fine. So you solved the special <laughs> effect mistake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Where's fine. my no prize? Fine. <laughs> well, what's the deal with the, of the Star Destroyer garbage? It's like gigantic pieces. All our garbage is just gigantic pieces of machinery. Like, they, they what, use, Is this like a garbage scowl? They used hey.
2: those things and threw them away. They're clearly things that they needed to
1: use. <laughs> they used them in the pre- Suit of millennium Falcon. Yes, just big boxes of. Laser <laughs> They're like the bolts. most inefficient batteries. Like right? yeah. <laughs> they have to change them every time they jump to light speed. They throw yeah. the old batteries away. Right. They, there presumably there should be enormous
2: cardboard boxes that have been broken down for those things right. that those things came in. Yeah, and and like giant... food
1: and pardon my French poop. <laughs> pardon my French. Pardon French my poop? Pardon my French poop. That's my new catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know if I didn't clear that with you, but. Uh, well, I also like... And oil Dianogas. Oil there should oil be oil Dianogas oil floating out of the back.
2: <laughs> they get um, everywhere. They just they get into garbage wherever they go. Who knows how they get there?
0: Speaking of getting into garbage, uh, uh, do you Star think the Boba Fett was just like, hey, throw away my ship? Yeah, did,
1: did, did, they, did he
0: get ejected out or... I think so, right? Like It seems like he comes out of yeah, you know yeah. with all the stuff. So do you think he was like, I got this plan. I'm going to get in my ship. You guys throw it in the trash. Just, just push it into the garbage. Probably he got a bunch of stormtroopers to lift it right,
2: and haul it into the trash.
1: I a like that he, I like the idea that he it's parked heavy. it in the room and then the technicians were throwing everything out and they're like, uh, you it looks like there's a guy in there and Boba just like, oh, I bet they don't see me. I bet that, <laughs> you know, like he's he just left
0: a little note on it that said trash, <laughs> like on the outside. He was like garbage, trash. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the stormtroopers came out like, oh, who left this here? <laughs> Come on. Oh.
1: <laughs> All right. Hang on. Yeah, that's what I think happened. Although this is kind of the uh, this is looking back to that golden age pre prequels uh, pre like Boba Fett really is still a very mysterious character at this point. Mm-hmm. So uh, and he uh, I you can kind of see how people would be like, who is this guy? You well, mean, I, knew,
2: just, I knew I knew his name at this point. His name is never said in the in the movie, is it?
1: Uh no, not in this one. No, no.
2: And he, but we all knew his name from the toy. That yeah, from the, the toy he sent away for right. in right. 1978 yeah. or whatever it was, or from the holiday special. I can't remember if I got the toy before the holiday special or after. Um, but I definitely had it with the non-functioning uh, rocket-firing backpack. Yeah, right. um, the rocket not backpack. So everybody knew who backpack. he was, and I and. Uh, I also was one of those stupid kids who read the novelization two weeks before the movie. I I, I, why I was did I do that.
1: I was I was the same.
2: I read the I novelization. Resist. What it was like? You you're gonna show me this thing, and I'm, eleven years old. I'm gonna resist that. Come
1: on, I'm just
2: I'm human. <laughs> so yeah so I already knew uh, all about who
1: Boba Fett was but yeah. then you know his name and you, is insane you were always so more of a fan of the books anyway you know like the movies are like meh they're okay adaptations yeah, of, a, of, oh, of the, the novelizations book was, the book was better Much, yeah. you know like
0: everything that had a novelization <laughs> yeah exactly background. they go deeper into the storylines uh, <laughs> yeah. I do have to say I'll bring it up again but the novelization of the black hole uh, does uh, <laughs> it goes a little bit, bit deeper into what happens at the end because it's got that kind of somewhat mysterious uh 2001 a space odyssey Ask yeah, light I never ending when i read the et one which was yeah. uh, <laughs> that also goes movie. <laughs> goes deeper into clarifying the, the murky ending that et had no it has uh, the, it, there's a lot of emotional stuff going on
2: between et and elliot's mom which is right. <laughs> very it's weird and it's really in the book
1: have you guys ever uh, read a novelization of a movie that was based on a book and read the novelization instead of reading the book it's not in a big group, um, but... No, never do that. I'm trying to think of examples. of. I can't think of any offhand, but no. Anyway, you can come
0: back. I mean, up. I've certainly read comic adaptations of movies that were based on a book. and not Wait, read were the, the Star book.
2: Wars movies not originally based on a book? They, they, they yeah.
0: made a novel out of the screenplay,
2: basically. I, all this time, I've thought that these were adaptations of the legendary Star Wars novels that came out in <laughs> the The Journal 1950s. of the Wills?
1: Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> We have uh, no
1: idea. Are you okay? Are you do you need to <laughs> lay down or <laughs>
2: I just always thought, man, I got—I could never find the books anywhere to read them. I thought they must be great.
1: Right. Yeah. They're, they're in high demand. So if you're watching these movies in the episode number order, you, would you be like, wait a minute, that guy looks like Django Fett, but not necessarily know that he is Boba Fett at this point?
0: Well, no, because right? if you're watching them in that order, you also would have watched the holiday special. So you would know. You think? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Let me rephrase that. If I was watching them in that order, I would have already watched the holiday special, right. and therefore I would know that this is Boba Fett.
1: Right, so uh, then, mm-hmm. and also he shows up in the Clone Wars as well too. So oh. you would know that if you watched it. Where was I going? That with was that? my important, my important point. I, I have to say that I did
2: know the name Boba Fett, but it wasn't until later on when uh, Harrison Ford says it out loud in in Jedi that I realized what a stupid sounding name that is. Boba <laughs> Boba Fett Boba Fett. It really does genuinely sound like Harrison Ford is, for the first time, realizing that that's that guy's name. <laughs> Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> what a dumb name. That's what he says to Chewie. I mean,
1: says anyway, so, okay. They should have had him say that and then cut to Boba Fett <laughs> all <laughs> I'm just as God made me. It's a ridiculous name. <laughs> well, he accepted it. Boba
0: Fett. That's really his name?
2: <laughs> Boba Fett. Come on. Whose name is Boba Fett? <laughs> okay, wait. Look, okay. In the cockpit, this is what I want to get back to, is uh, the interplay between Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now, I'll say this. It's very well done. It's genuine. Uh, This is what a couple would really be like, I think, in this situation. It's really good acting and writing and directing on everyone's part to make these characters human, Mm -hmm. which is something, if you're a Star Wars fan, we know not to take for granted Sure. Yeah. in these scripts. But she says, you have your moments, not many of them, and she gives him a light, familiar kiss on the cheek. And uh, when did their relationship advance to this point?
1: They did a lot
2: of lovemaking in that slug belly. They must have. I'm <laughs> trying to figure this out. They were in there for four
1: months. They went <laughs> right. from
2: they went from they went from my hand is dirty. Don't please stop. To the familiarity of a light kiss on the cheek within right. about 10, ten minutes of screen time, or maybe fifteen minutes of screen time. And I'm trying to figure out when they could have gotten to that point. Because okay, they they're in the slug belly and that's a short time. Then they come out of the slug belly, and they're chased, so that's a short time. Wait, they're and chased. They're they're still chased <laughs> at that point, in both senses, yeah. Um, and then they, uh, Han comes up with this plan, uh, go after Star Destroyer, stick to the side of it, that's a very short time. And then they're waiting for the garbage, and that's a very short time. And the only thing I could think of was, maybe it takes three months to get to Bespin. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make sense, because the... This scene takes place before that plan, right?
0: Before they is, start on the way to Bespin. Yeah, this is them deciding to go so to there's Bespin.
2: No place where they could have advanced their relationship to that point.
0: I think that there's some. I mean, there's got to be extra time, uh, probably in the slug belly. Oh no, that does, that also seems. You know, there's yeah, enough that things that it seems like it flows. Thing. Its
2: digestive system must work very slowly, right? So who knows? Maybe they were there for three months, right? or 2 months or the equivalent of like 5 dates.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I I I really think there's no good solution there to this. Yeah. Because yeah. the stuff on the star destroyer certainly doesn't seem like it's taking 3 months. No. Ooh, so no. Uh, again,
0: uh astronomical anomaly. Oh <laughs> I'm right. say that's the the, that, the thing that the spacers call the edge of the mat is also some kind of time <laughs> distortion and when
1: they fly through near there it's just sometimes it seems like you know it'll it'll the, the space t- what, you know, what for them seemed like uh, six weeks was for your, for Luke right one day right well no Luke also has a lot of time pass it's the Imperials I think that are experiencing right. I don't think Luke time. does have a lot of time pass but we'll save that for the uh, easily uh, like shoehorned in between you know
2: the time it takes to get to Bespin you figure like you know right from, all of his training can take place. It's not a lot of. It's not a very comprehensive training at all, really. As right. we as we know,
1: I maintain that it all takes place on one day because they don't go through the trouble of establishing even that a night pet. They don't even you don't even see a Dagobah at night. Other than that one shot, I think he did that one day of training. Is like I got to get rid of this. Kid. Like <laughs> terrible, this one yeah, is. If you had paid eight hundred dollars for a seminar and you got that, you'd be ripped off. <laughs> right. you'd feel very. very <laughs> But anyway, do we have any, we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, so uh, do we have anything else for minute 76? Well, then the, the, the Star Destroyer
2: leaves, which made me ask, What do those giant Star Destroyer engines do anything? Because they're right behind the engine, and mm. it propels this thing that's, what length is it, again? Like, several enterprises long. Propels within, like, about <laughs> a second, it propels this object several enterprises long to the speed of light. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's no noticeable effect from being right behind that engine when it does that, right? Which really everybody should have been incinerated at that point,
1: <laughs> unless maybe it uses some non. It doesn't. The energy that it's using does not transfer into like heat. It could be just be some other form of you well, know like to, yeah. photons it has shooting to have out or some kind of giant burning neutrinos or something things. that.
2: No, it's energy. It would be it, no matter what form of energy
1: it is, it would be catastrophic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been an unfortunate ending for them. And I, it's somewhat yeah. ironic if Darth Vader accidentally burned up the Millennial Falcon in a <laughs> just escaping. And it was right after, like, you know, Leia's like, well, you certainly have your moments. And like, <laughs> and they're just
0: incinerated <laughs> and, and never heard from again. But their lives would end on a sweet kiss. Right.
1: I thought he said no disintegrations. Gentle
0: integrations. kiss. <laughs> Boba Fett's just like,
1: what's up with that?
2: You said no disintegrations, <laughs> then look what you do. But I, oh, huh? Well, we, we can't end this minute because it,
0: it's, it's in this minute that. We see the Slave One, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it we is. barely. I know some kids who ne- who didn't realize that that was the Slave One. Me they neither. thought that it was him with a, his jetpack or something. And which
2: is yet another special edition improvement. I'm going to say because there is an extra shot pointed in there where you see much cl- more clearly yeah, the right. Slave One fly by and chase the Falcon. Another thing where I think it was broke, so do fix it.
0: Noted. <laughs>
1: how did um, I, just, I? I, I kind of missed the Slave One the first time I saw the movie. All right. I have another Slave One question, but I'm going to save it for tomorrow's episode because we see a bit of Slave One. You're going to save right? one. I'm going to sla- save one about we Slave One. Well, we, we tomorrow we see
2: barely a half a second of Boba Fett in his cockpit, so we really don't see anything else. Okay,
1: okay. So how did how did Boba Fett manage to track them if they're presumably like driving in first gear all the way to Bespin? That's like a good chunk of time, how on earth do they not see a ship flying right behind them that whole yeah, time?
2: he's literally
1: right behind them. He's about 30 yards behind them. Although, in theory, he could have seen, he could look at where they're going and figure out what, out of all the systems, he's probably going to go to this one, and right. he could go ahead and light speed and kind of set everything up. So, yeah, because presumably, by the time they get to Cloud City, Lando's already... Yeah, there's already, stuff's okay. already yeah, going so. on. So
0: he probably just tracks, uh, like, the... Uh, you know, the Imperials had said, you know, plot. Yeah. The, all know, their known like, yeah, and the known the, trajectories. All the possible destinations along their last known trajectory. So Boba Fett probably just gauges where they're, where they're going, looks it up. Boba Fett probably knows Lando too. <laughs> These yeah. scoundrels. Yeah.
1: Like on a club.
2: There's all of five <laughs> planets in this universe. Right. There's, yeah. that's, that's why there's so few perplexed. choices. Yeah. Like, where could he have gone? <laughs> there's, It's a huge, huge universe where
1: most (laughs) things happen on Tatooine and maybe three other places. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Tatooine and Coruscant, you know, chances are your action's going to be going on there. Right.
0: Uh, So I have something here that I did not get Boba Fett's trick here until way later. Like, when I was watching this as a kid... It didn't like I never put it together that the trick of following someone right behind them to see where they're going. Yeah, (laughs) that's a crazy, crazy trick. trick.
1: It's very
2: sly. You're
1: always trying to get in front of people when you follow them and (laughs) look backwards. Once
0: I got my driver's license, then I was like, oh, Boba Fett. Okay, okay,
1: Boba Fett. So when you get in a taxi, you go, taxi driver, pull up Boba Fett, and then yeah. point to a car in front of you. and Exactly. Okay. So when do you remember the first time you pieced it together?
0: Uh, probably in my teens at some point. I remember going back and watching it and being like, oh, oh, that's clever. Like I, when I was watching, you know, because again, some might say I watched it too early, but I watched it, you know, as a kid. And I watched it a lot, but kind of before I had a full understanding of story structure and, you know. <laughs> A leads to B leads to right. C. So it was just kind of like, I don't know. And then they hid in the slug, and then they were on the back of the ship. And then, I don't know, they went to Bespin, and, but the Empire was already there. Like, it wasn't... That's I didn't cool. need the the kind of, you know, causality of it all. I yeah. just it was like, oh, it's well, cool. Then that happened. And then going back and watching it uh, as a slightly older, slightly wiser person, I was like, oh. All right. Oh, use okay. the Force. And now I have to pretend that I knew that all along. Okay.
2: <laughs> Did you know Darth Vader was not with the Rebels?
0: Um. Yes. Okay. Well, you're halfway
2: there. <laughs> <I'd>,
0: <laughs> I have to pretend I knew that too. Oh, you're Damn little, it.
2: You, no, I'm just saying you're ahead of me when I was ten. Right. So. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right then. Well, uh, I guess that'll wrap up minute seventy six. We'll uh, come back here, Joe. You're you going around tomorrow.
2: I I maybe.
1: All right. Well, hopefully Joe will be back. If not, it'll be uh, egg, uh, just Pete and I. So uh, here tomorrow on the Star Wars minute. Here tomorrow minute. on
0: the Star Wars minute. Yeah,
1: this. Yeah.